Kalimara, Kalispera, whatever time you are watching, this is Mappa. I am Stel, I've got Thasso here, and the gentleman below us, right down here, well, I'll let him introduce himself. Costa, welcome to the show. How are you doing, Phile? Uh, thank you very much. Uh, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you too, Phile. And tell us about your role at newly promoted Ayers, please. I'm the football director of the team. I'm two years in the team. Like uh, the, la the, the latest management of, of the club, the new presidents, the new, the new ownership. And we are together the last two years. Lovely, lovely. So when you joined Ayers, what was the key ambition for the club? The key ambition of the club was, uh, believe it or not, to play in first division. And that, that was uh, the challenging part uh, because uh, when we took over, when, when the new management took over and uh, I joined them, uh, there was nothing. There was no pitch, there was no uh, players, there, there was nothing. The uh, team was about to close. Uh, these two persons, these two investors took over and uh, yes. When you think about the club IS, because Obviously, they've been promoted now after a fantastic season in, in the second division. Can you tell our viewers a little bit about the club's history? Because obviously, we know about you know your money as your upwells, but Ayers obviously much smaller in comparison. Yes, Ayers is one uh, one of the most historic clubs in Cyprus. Um, Seventy years old club, something like that. Uh, it was the same president for sixty years. Um, and this uh, president stepped down two years ago before he was so tired uh, with his son. His son was with him. Uh, of course, after one month, uh, one year, the, the old president uh, passed away. Uh, and uh, yes, it's one of the most historic clubs. The, the club played again first division six, seven years ago. And now it's the second, the second time that, that we're going to play for first division. So can you tell us about the competitiveness of the second division in Cyprus? Because we've obviously seen Ethnigo get relegated and then go back up. But when you see a team, like, I don't know, um, uh, who else? Who, who went down a couple of years ago, uh, Thassa? It was Ethnigo, it was Baik. Yep. And... Baik, it, yeah. And... Uh, Oh, oh! This is this is very bad from, from me. This is very no. It was ethnic, <laughs> it was just ethnic and bike. Only two went down last year. Yeah, but Hermes also went down as well a couple of years ago, and they're still stuck in the second division. Yeah, yeah. yeah so Ayana, Ayana were in the in the top yeah. league as well a few seasons ago. The division level now has been increased too much because um, for some reasons, for many reasons. Um, most of the players in first division are foreigners, so the, the the good the good Cypriot players are now playing in second division. Uh, Budgets are are highly increased in second division, uh, so it's a very competitive, uh, very competitive league. And uh, yeah, if you if we, if we see that this season, last season, Ethnikos Achnas played for the final, for the for the cup final, and this year was very struggling for them. To go up in 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 first division, 
you can see how competitive it was. Precisely. I think that's the point I was, I was actually trying to make, to be honest. It's like when you get relegated from the first division to the second, it's, it's not often that the team goes straight back into the first. It's not as if, like, for example, in the Premier League, when a team gets relegated, they're given a, a whole boatload of money as parachute payments and they can aff afford to increase their budget and bring in big players. In Cyprus, you see 10, 15, 20 players leaving the club when they get relegated and they have to start from, from scratch. So to see Ethnigo get relegated, lose a lot of players, but yes, go back but, up. But the, the, the era of the club comes with the club in second division. So it's much more easy to return back to first division with, with the name. With the with the club's era, that 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 was um, that it is the most important. So, yeah, m most of the times clubs that are relegated from first division to second, normally normally they return back, normally, if they are healthy financially. So, with Isis situation, you mentioned that the president left, and you you came in round about the time when he left. What were the first things that you implemented inside the club? Was it recruitment, bringing in a manager, or was it just everything in general? No, no, no. no. The first, the first things it was, it was to build, let's say, the brand name. Of course, there is no brand name in third division uh, because it's more division. But it's, it's, it was to organize the club. I mean. Um, to, to manage to bring players in the way how was the club uh, was very difficult but we changed training training uh, camp we changed uh, we changed uh, the stadium where we play the official games we changed um, brand uh, clothing brand we changed everything so to be attractive to the players of course, most most important thing it was the financial health. That was uh, the key the key issue. And uh, I'm guessing that it's an even bigger challenge when you're down in the lower divisions in Cyprus because while you probably have a core group of supporters coming, you're not going to have five, ten, fifteen thousand like perhaps other clubs would in in the higher leagues. Um, so you're going to rely a lot on your branding and your your social media, which. I think is is brilliant what you guys are doing. Um, social media seems to be very key with many clubs in Cyprus, and uh, you know your your Instagram account is very active. So I, I'm guessing that's helped. It's it was one of the one of the first things that we wanted to create because there was nothing. Um, it was maybe we were the first team, or maybe one of the first teams in in third division that we had a PR manager and a social media manager. Uh, we were the first team last season in second division that we were having electronic tickets. And uh, I mean, we want to make um, steps to the future. We want to be modern, modern club. Of course, we are a small club, but this is something that, that we are trying uh, in our Budget than our financials. So, if you're uh, to to stay in the first division and to compete for say top six, where would you think the club needs to improve most? In which areas? It's still, still, we need 
to enlarge the club, the brand name of the club. This is uh, what we want to do to attract good players, to attract uh, sponsors. In order to attract sponsors, we, we need to be big, not not for the um, uh, fans, but uh, as a brand name. We need to sell. We need to we need to attract sponsors through this, and this is the only way we 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 can we can grow up. I mean, through brand name to attract sponsors to sell players. Only this is a way we can uh, compete the rest of the teams. And in terms of growing the brand, um, I'm assuming you guys have obviously done your research in terms of where the fans are located or maybe are there any fans outside of Cyprus, do you know? Actually, well, now our, our um, social media are, are being followed by many, many, many people uh, outside Cyprus. And this is uh, what, uh, what, what we want to do. We cannot buy uh, sponsor uh, uh, supporters. We cannot find supporters, so we need to create supporters. So, so grow them organically. Yeah, understand, understand. Thaso, have you got any questions, Phila? Well, it was. Uh, I've uh, I've made a point of uh, kind of throughout the season looking at the things that uh, our friend Mr. Vrionidis has been talking about the Cyprus FA over over time so there's a couple of things that obviously ayes were brought up in uh so th obviously there's there's a few situations that uh that have that have occurred my my question kind of based off of that is does that affect kind of the recruitment uh for for players for instance like for now where you're searching for players uh, are, are players kind of bringing up these these issues that were in the past with Ayers, or is is that something that you've not seen any trouble with? No, it's a new it's a new management. The club is yeah. healthy, the club is stable. Uh, the the difficulty to recruit players now is the budget. It's a, it's, yeah. it's the only difficulty that that uh, we we are facing. I mean, we might be. They want tenth. I mean, ten percent of the, the of the rest of the team. Okay, not all of them, but the eight of the of the fourteen club. We might have the one tenth of the of their budget. So, yes, this is the only difficulty. But uh, what what we our our key is that we are healthy, stable. For the last two years, that this is uh, the new management. The um, we don't know owe anything. Everyone is up to date, paid uh everything and everyone and this is uh what we want to keep doing yeah i think this is very important because obviously there's some big clubs in cyprus as well that are <laughs> that, that are a, a, it, in the background saying they're struggling to do that so it's good to see that you know yeah, some some clubs are managing easily instead of saying an x amount to a player to say three times x and uh, to owe uh, May in, in May 23, we, we owe to the players two times X. But this is not right and this is not correct for the player. This mm -hmm. impact in during season um, by performing, by arguing, by everything. So, yeah, the, the management wants everything to be paid up to date. 
and every end of the month the players are getting paid not on not only players but the staff also yeah no no, no that's good so obviously with the player recruitment uh, i'm guessing at the moment you're a very busy man everybody's uh, like contracts everybody's releasing players so i'm guessing you're talking to a lot of players are you are you looking to like are you looking for more experienced players are you looking for something like what agridas did for instance this season where they where they brought in uh, youth prospects uh, looking to get kind of players that had um that have like sell on value for instance yes. or are you looking for somebody more experienced to kind of uh, guide uh, the team through yeah. The recruitment is um, it's uh, coaches' uh, responsibility, okay. and uh, but there is a line. I mean, uh, what we are looking and what the management told us, we want to have as lowest um, average years, uh, not to be under nineteen or under twenty, but uh, we need to have motivated players, and mm-hmm. you know, it's a little bit difficult to find old, let's say, old players to be motivated to play for a small team, uh, especially if they are coming from big teams, um, having, uh, you know, better facilities, uh, better organization, which it's not a lie. Uh, it's m- it's much more difficult to be motivated. So we need young, motivated players to see IS as a step, maybe, and to give 100%. Okay, and I'm guessing, I'm guessing then, Obviously, you you need to have you need to do a lot of research to to find these these players. Then, yeah, uh, yeah, it's uh, yeah, and need uh, research, need patience because you know now it's too early. Everyone is asking too much because it's, it's the beginning of the of uh, of the window of the transfer window. So we need to be patient. And uh, yeah, to recruit whatever we need. Gosta, when it comes to the recruitment side of, of things, obviously, you know, I, I don't expect your budget to be as big as most of the big clubs in Cyprus. So you need to be obviously more careful as to which agents you work with or which players you select. You have to look at the player's history, whether it be injuries or whether it be their statistics. When you have so many agents and so many people involved in the game, especially in Cyprus, how difficult is it to make that right decision that's best for the club? It's really, really, really difficult. It's really, really difficult. There, are, uh, especially for us or for small teams. But uh, you know, this is scale. For the for the biggest team, it's the same. Um, if we say for us the biggest amount is X, for X, for the for uh, a big a big team is ten times that amount. But we cannot take we 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 cannot have we cannot take any risks. Uh, it's not allowed to us to have players that uh, we have injuries. We need all the players to be hundred percent and to perform what we expect from them to 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 perform you know it's very difficult to uh, to have player that will not perform what we expect we will not have the the big squad and uh, we need what we want to get from the player to get it 100 percent 
the reason why I asked that question, Gosto, is because, as you quite rightly said, you can't take any risks with a player. And there's one club in Cyprus that signed a player last summer who had a history of injuries and he's hardly played this season. And it seems that they're happy just to have him there paying his wages. You guys clearly can't afford to do that, which is why it's important to study the player and look at their, their, their injury record. But, yeah, but as I told you, it's not about us. It's not, it's, it should be for every team. Because of course. for us, that amount that we spend, it's important. For other other clubs, it's higher amount. And this is important for them, the higher amount. I mean, um, yeah, and this is what, what agents and players need to understand, that um, players have to perform. Uh, the teams, the clubs pay them to play football and to be in the pitch. Of course, there are there are injuries. Of course, uh, we cannot doubt that. Uh, but yes, this is something that we have to check about the history, about uh, about everything. Um, I noticed you sold Gravnos, the goalkeeper, to Anorthosi. Was it last summer, if I'm not mistaken? Yeah, last summer. Was he a product of your academy? No, no, no. He wasn't. So, but you you, you signed him and you coached him up. Keravnos came as free player from AL, and uh, after 15 days, 20 days, we sold him to one of us. So you, you've obviously done something right there to make that money, to make the transfer. So does this mean that you're more than happy to improve the academy facilities and the settings to bring in younger players, develop them, and then sell them on to help the club? This is this is um, this is the next step for us because, uh, as I told you before. There was nothing two years ago. Uh, we do, we did too many things during these two years, and uh, there there are no academies. There were in the academies, and there are no academies still. And this is our next step to build our own academies. Yes, be, because it's something that will uh, probably bring income to the team, and uh, not only that, academies are necessary for the teams. For fans base, for uh, you know marketing, for everything. So with IS being based in Limassol, if I'm not mistaken, you have uh, the three big Limassol clubs: Aris, Labolon, and also Karmiotisau Olamidia. Um, does it give you guys more motivation to succeed, given that you have other teams in the same region, or does it make things more difficult? Uh, okay, I don't think that is something that uh, plays a role because it's 14, 14 uh, teams. We need to compete. The rest, 13 teams. So for us, either from Limas or from Nicosia or from Lanaga, it's, it's the same because, yeah, most probably we will play for, play for in Amohostos, Nea uh, Salaminas Stadium. So, yeah, we might be from Limas, but we will not be playing in Limas. Yeah, that, so that was going to be one of my questions, actually, is, is the stadium. So what, why was the decision taken to go to Salaminas instead of, say, a stadium like the Tirio? Four times more expensive. Ah, well, that's fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. That's, that's actually quite shocking. Tirio, for the age of the stadium, for it to be that expensive is... It is three, three, three and a half more expensive. Wow. Times, That's, not yeah. times. 
Yeah, that's 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 incredible. Yeah. That, wow. Okay. Well, that's that's completely understandable then, because that was going to be one of the big questions for me was uh, was uh, the decision behind that. So. Yeah, for- for, uh, for us, uh, yeah, yeah for us it's also difficult, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The it, it'll wipe out your player budget if you do that. It's instead of going uh, twenty times abroad um, away, we will go forty times away. Yeah. So, um, it, for would you be so? For instance, when Aris uh, were moved away from the Tirion and they went to the Andonis Babalobulos. Uh, they um they they put coaches on for some of the home games in inverted commas to t- take fans there. Is that something that you're looking at to, to do? It will be very difficult for us. It will yeah. be very yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm guessing. The, sorry. What, what, what this is what uh, we are very sad uh, to do because we wanted the Limas or fans to be there for us. Of course, we don't yeah. expect. Thousand, but uh, we were expected to have 200, I mean, or maybe thousand to follow us for the home games, but uh, it's impossible with this, with the current financial, uh, mm-hmm. it's it's impossible. Mm-hmm. It's, 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 I think it's very disappointing on uh, Goa's part, uh, to not, to not provide, um. A financial package which would be suitable for uh, a club of, of of your stature, because yeah, Isaac Aguio are a club in Limassol. It's not like there's anything missing in Limassol for Isaac Aguio to be able to play. Uh, yes. It's just that they want too much. <laughs> it's sad. This is sad. This is very. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very yeah. sad. But it's yeah. nothing. Uh, it's it's um, it's it's really really out of discussion. It's out of discussion. I mean, with the mm-hmm. current terms, it's out of discussion. Yeah, of course, of course, of course. Um, I, I was going to ask uh, another um, kind of uh, playing staff question. So uh, Curtis Yebli, he was in the. He performed very well for the club last season. Uh, to the point where he's been nominated, he was put in the top eleven for the second division. However, he was on loan from Garmiodissa. No, so... no, it was free, free player to us. Oh, it was a free. Oh, okay, okay, because I've seen, um, uh, yeah, uh, uh, the details I've seen say he was on on loan. Yeah. So, but, but but so he is is currently an IS player, so he will continue. We have automatically renewal in case of promotion, but we have some discussion with uh, Yebli. Uh, with the next in one in the next one two days, we will know for sure if he will continue or not. I think uh, I think that's a very uh, I think that's a very solid shout to keep him on. He's very he seems to be a good player. Yeah, but uh, you know every player um, is making their decision. You know. Mm-hmm. Some- Sometimes being an ex-football player for many years, you know, some players have bad advisors and they're making their bad decisions. Of course, of course. They agree with us, right? <laughs> I can tell you stories. <laughs> I can tell you stories. <laughs> 
As I'm trying to avoid these stories, Villette. I'm trying to paint Cyprus in a positive light. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's um, it's, it's I think it's a great story with you know how far you guys have come in the last two years to be back in the the top division, and you know we saw this season how close it was with the relegation battle, Baralimni and Doxa fighting for that last spot. You know, Agrida really struggled, even though they looked like they were going to turn things around at some point. Olympia goes when they change coaches. But you've got a, a coach that knows all about getting teams promoted into the, the top division. And his team, his last team, won the title. So um, tell us about Luga. Yes, Yasos, Yasos, Luca. Okay, we started uh, the the um, the league la last season. The, the, the season that we, that is finished with uh, Michalis Sergiu, uh, who also made a, uh, an incredible job building the team. Of course, we worked all together, but um, most of the players were his decision, and uh, he did an excellent job in building this this team. Uh, but okay, for some reasons, um, board and the committee and the presidents decided in the third, third, uh, third game to change uh, the coach for some bad results. And uh, yeah, we were lucky that Eliasos uh, was uh, was free. Okay, Eliasos has uh, has his history, history of course as a player, but also as a coach. And uh, yes, uh, we did what uh, he did what we expected him from him to do to promote the club. And what can you tell us about his uh, coaching style? Because you know the guys at Aris love him to pieces, so uh, I'm guessing it's the same the same love for him. Yes, uh, it's very very strict, very. Um, very hard to working coach. Uh, he demands no less than hundred percent from the players. Really, really not, not no less than hundred percent. He's not happy with the ninety-nine percent. And this is what I can assure you and what I can see with his trainings. Um, and uh, yes, he's trying through the through the trainings to to prepare the team to go to go in the teams. And this is um, this is his uh, uh, his key um, is discipline. He wants discipline players. Thaso, have you got any more questions, Phila? I mean, the, the 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 last question was obviously kind of the, the drama near the end of the season. There was the match with Omonia twenty nine. Um, the how does a team deal with kind of like the 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 atmosphere? Obviously, at the game was a uh, very antagonistic atmosphere. Obviously, with the stadium full uh, of the Omonia fans, there was obviously a lot of the stuff before the game as well. There was a lot of uh, a lot of talk between uh, from Omo from Omonia the EDC and as well from uh from Ayes and as well the police and everybody being involved so how does how does one manage uh, the situation like that when you're when you're coming into that situation especially yeah, with we, how with the high we, risk reward that's involved we, in that game we knew from the beginning um two three four weeks before the game that um 
things were going there. I mean, to play the final uh, with Ammonia in their in their home stadium. Um, but for us, because we had we had to clear uh, the promotion much more uh, easy and, uh, and much more quickly. But we had to go there and and play the final. Um, it was good for us that there were 15 days uh, available for us to work because there was um, um, I don't remember national team I, I don't think I don't remember. So I think yes, it was we, Easter. Yeah, I was Easter. Okay, yes, we were Easter. Yeah, right. Uh, we had 15 days to work uh, um, with the players, with the coaching, with the staff, and everything. And um, I I said it again and i'm saying now that only this squad these players it's 15 16 17 players with the current coach could get the result in that in that game no other team and this is i'm saying with uh, 30 years experience in, in football i mean if there weren't not that 15 players but other 15 players or uh, he was it wasn't just as the coach uh we would have taken that that result oh, of course because yeah the What's obviously the, the the nil nil basically like almost finalized promotion basically didn't it um but yeah that was a very tense game i think you watched it didn't you still i wasn't oh okay i was in the yeah. game that was <laughs> yeah yes yeah. I, was, I, was, I had an eye on it. I had one eye on it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, was, uh, yeah. I, I'm telling you, uh, and, and uh, you are is is telling you these things from a person that I played in Turkey against Transport with Anorthosis. So I'm telling you that it was really difficult. Yeah. The, here are the tens. The, um, uh, it was really difficult for the players. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, but I mean, it was the, they they had the the police had their water uh, water cannon. Uh, there yes, just in case because <laughs> it, it was a big thing yeah yeah but because but you you mentioned that that match for anorthosy you know going to to turkey given the the political hostilities what what was that like yeah it was um okay after us i think apoel and maybe um, only apoel I don't, I don't remember we were the first uh we were the first that we went to Turkey to play, and uh, it was it was hard. It was difficult. It was difficult. We changed uh, aeroplanes to go to from Syria. Um, we had uh, too much security in the airport. We went to the hotel. There were five six thousand people outside from the hotel. It was difficult. It was difficult. But uh, okay, if you are a player, uh, you don't think. Too much out of football. Uh, this is this is football. Uh, this is football player mind. You only think about about the game, and uh, you know the rest is it's not players' uh, issues. It's comedy and presidents and and board. Um, the other question I have is actually related to Anorthosi at the moment, and um, you know we know about their financial difficulties. Um, and Vesco is, I don't know if Vesco is going to be back in the youth academy coaching the, the youngsters. Um, how do you think their youth setup is going to be affected next season? 
Yeah, um, I would see. Um, they have to find the ways. Yeah, of course, of course. The way, not uh, them. Uh, not to find a way just for the next three, four, five months, but the incomes to be stable. I mean, to have a financial incomes stable coming every month, every year to have incomes coming in the team, not for the next two or three or four months. Yeah. Actually, do you know what? This is, this is another question related to youth development because I know you, you've got a lot of experience in, in the youth development side of things because I think you are Aris, weren't you? And you were Academy Odisha, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. I was so, uh, director of Aris Academy. Yeah. So when you... And this is something that we were talking about yesterday with uh, Osteli, the goalkeeper that's at Watford's Academy, who is, is half Cypriot through his mother. Um, when you see the amounts of British Cypriots and American Cypriots and Australian Cypriots, is it important for the Cypriot FA to not just look at the Cypriots within Cyprus, but also abroad to, to for talent for future? I think... I'm not sure, but I think that they are, at least from what I know, they were looking. And um, from what I know, when Pambos Christodoulou was a coach of uh, of national team, I think he was going um, to watch these ages for the players that they were play, playing abroad. And wow. uh, why not? They are Cypriots. They have Cypriot passports, of course. Why not? But I don't know the expenses now, of course, but uh, the Federation has to invest, right? No, of course. I mean, the, the reason why I ask is because we had Mike Pieri on the podcast a few months ago, and Mike used to be the chairman of Omonia Youth. Uh, they're not linked with Omonia in, in Cyprus. They're just called Omonia Youth. Um, and they won the grassroots team of the year by the FA. So they, they won the award. But he tells me that no one in Cyprus has contacted him to look at the the young players. And they've got academy right away from under nines all the way to under 18s. So it's it's a it's a strange one for me. I know, as uh, my opinion, and I said it many times, that um, federation needs staff, need more staff. I mean, need scouts, need uh, analysts, need um, players, uh, uh, persons to to travel um, they need to open their minds and their and their ears more um, not they need they need more they need more staff this is my opinion they need to work as a as a as a team like we are a federation is is a team it's national national team it's a team we as a team we are a small team we now are trying to build our scouting networks. We need to have one scout in every country to work for us. We need to have a scouting uh, platforms, every platform that there is available in the market. We need to have uh, eyes everywhere. So I think also Federation, which is a it's a team, needs to do that. And this is I, I don't know I don't know how they work, but this is my opinion. No, I, I agree. And, you know, there's a lot of clubs throughout Europe that have practically destroyed their scouting uh, network because they would rather rely on statistics and look at, say, Y-Scouts and other 
other forms of technology. And I agree that the GOP certainly needs more members of staff, but I think the way that technology has evolved, we have the ability to say, okay, there's a young player that's 18 years old, he's British Cypriot, we can send you some videos of him. And of course, clips can make any player look like Messi, but if you like the look of him, then we can send him to Cyprus, give him a trial. And if you like him, then we can take it from there. But I, I just, it confuses me because we have many Cypriots, not just in the UK, but around America and in Australia, who are very good. We've seen uh, Sotiriu at Leighton Orient, Gibriano. We've seen various players. In fact, we've got two players in, in Watford's academy. And I don't know if there is a lot of emphasis on looking at them. But at the same time, I do know that the under-21s and the under-19s, the Cypriot national team, have got players that are abroad. So I guess it's something that we're not aware of, but GOP are, I'm guessing. Yes, this is what I told you. I think they need to open their eyes and, and ears more. But it's, it's, uh, it's, about, it's about personnel. This is what I believe. And they, need, they need more eyes and ears. Of course, of course, of course. Excellent. Well, Gosamu, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. Um, I hope we can talk again and good luck for you guys next season because it's a, it's going to be a challenging season, but I'm sure you guys will, will really enjoy the challenge as well. Follow us and uh, advertise us. Of course, of course. Yeah. Anything. Yeah, yeah, the, 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 the Twitter account. We're going to put the Twitter account. We're going to put the Instagram. It's all going to be in the, the, the link below. So everyone that's watching on the on the record, recording, you just look in the description. We're going to have the links and everything. It's all going to be there. So, yeah, it's, um, it's been a pleasure having Gosta on. We're on Twitter and Instagram at This Is Mappa. Thank you to uh, Project 357, our sponsor. So if you guys are interested in getting your car wrapped and make it look all pretty, Project 357 are you guys. So that's it for another edition of This Is Mappa. That's all I'll say goodbye. Goodbye and thank you. Thank you for thank you for the interview.